Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Whenever a teacher gets in trouble, you think, that, that, there's a I wish bunch that was of my kids. Teacher. I really do, because... It's it brings me so much joy to know that someone who taught me was up to some criminal thing. Well, then the Monday in school would be fantastic, yeah. wouldn't it? Unless it's like that horrible fucking thing that happened recently, where that man killed his wife, who was the teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's different, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that would be bad. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. And that's actually not that isn't the teacher doing something bad. That's just a teacher being murdered. Yeah, a very yeah. different scenario. It is different. It is. Proves yet again. Though I like fun, I have a very strong moral stance on no, right you and do. wrong. <laughs> Welcome to the Year's Podcast, the podcast where every episode, me and Red Richardson travel back to a year in history. We talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, and the strangest things mm-hmm. from that year. And this episode is a special episode. Why? I think you know. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Go on. Because you told me what year we're going back to. We're going back to 2007, but I usually keep that as a surprise. But, but then you, you told me there was something you didn't want me to say. What? What was that? You said you didn't want me to say that you lost your virginity in that year. That, that's not the year I lost in. 1999. You lost it when you were eight? I was 10. <laughs> to, to another 10-year-old? No, no. Uh, she was 48. <laughs> that's that's not virginity, right? That doesn't count as losing virginity. No, it was uh, it was me. I was <laughs> I, I wooed her. No, I'm joking. Um, well, let's move on. No, you Joe, don't want to talk about it. That's not what I said, so I don't know You why said you don't to... want to talk about it. Why is it a big deal? It's not. I All didn't... I'm talking about is the year you lost it. I'm not even asking what happened. Mm-hmm. You're just so uncomfortable with... Why are you I so uncomfortable? I didn't say that was the year. Cause... Is it because your mom is listening? My mom doesn't listen, I hope. <laughs> you're just worried. Mom, mom, yeah. Wait, so is what you're worried about is that your mom will find out you're not a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> you're worried. If this was anything actually personal, I wouldn't push it. But you're worried that your own mom is going to find out. Can that, we go for Jody? That you've had <laughs> sex. Red, I've had sex. Really? Not recent. <laughs> like, not like today. <laughs> but I've I've done it. Yeah. Jody, I, Jody. Jody's done it. Jody does it all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've done it. Yeah. Okay, Jody Jody's a, a doer, aren't you, Jody? <laughs> I am. Yeah. As, as Jody was pouring bleach onto a body, he said, I've lost my virginity now. 
<laughs> just pouring bleach. Wearing a prom dress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wearing the girl's prom dress. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Um, 2007, Jody didn't want us to do this year. I knew when I picked this year, there was a reason we weren't meant to do this year. Because Jody said this Sopranos parody in his head for like a year and a half. We're supposed to imitate the Sopranos, right, Intro. Jody? We're meant to do the Sopranos intro with me and Bobby in the car. Unfortunately, I've blown that wide open. <laughs> we can no longer do that. But this was the year the Sopranos ended. I wasn't going to talk about that. I don't know why, because it's my favorite thing ever, the Sopranos. No, but... I didn't invite someone to my wedding because they said that they tweeted that it was shit. Okay. But Jody, we have to... Jody, can you... Just because we've blown it, can you explain your vision for the sketch? This is what you're missing out on. No, no, I'm going to cut all this. Isn't it going to be in the episode? Why, <laughs> no. Jody? Jody, no, this He's is... He's got too much power now, doesn't he? Jody, this is in the episode. Just tell us your vision. Jody's a powerful man. Yeah, restaging the opening of the iconic series the sopranos because i know it's uh red's like favorite series i've heard him talk about that's where the idea whose favorite series isn't it shits on uh (laughs) shits on uh breaking bad you're tony and i'm christopher (laughs) yeah yeah i can see except christopher kills tony no, like I can the, see that. The I'm the boss. Changes. You're the disappointing nephew. I, no, no, not the disappointing <laughs> nephew. Just the cool psycho who gets things done. <laughs> the cool, the psycho. cool hot psycho. No, I think you're Uncle Junior. Actually, you've got. A... I like that a lot. <laughs> Who's Jody? Jody's the priest <laughs> who keeps coming round for lasagna. <laughs> trying to fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. No, which which I character do you I'd be the chef guy? Marty Bucco? Yeah. The... No one's ever picked that guy for themselves. <laughs> I, I, no, no, I haven't. But I know that's the one. That's that I get what I love about me. you, Jody. You just put your hands up and you go, "I'm the chef." Yeah. <laughs> you're already. You're the pathetic friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My little brother's Janice Soprano. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. Um, yeah. But no, I think it's the greatest show I've made. Is that fair? Yeah, of course. It really is. I mean, people with Breaking Bad going, that's the best. It's better than The Sopranos. And then you watch the finale where he sets off a fucking uh, car with with machine guns that open Spoiler. in the Spoiler! Yeah, whatever. You've already seen it. You, you blew it for me on this podcast. I blew what for you? The uh, ending of Breaking Bad, because I didn't watch it till like, last year. And it is like, Jesse's really annoying, actually, if you watch it. He's, He's quite like, whiny. You bitch. Oh, yeah, that gets tired. Yeah. yeah. What's going on, you bitch? And you're like, oh, shut up. But yeah, then he has the little remote control fucking. And really, it's what doesn't make sense about that is he was like either going to be a uh, science billionaire, but fell out with his mate. So he became a teacher. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? You don't just go, oh, it was either invent Google or work in a school. You know, there's there's, yeah. there's levels. It seems like he was a, a genius, so he yeah. probably could have done some other genius stuff. Yeah, and he's like, oh, just in my physics spare time, inventing a little car boot <laughs> machine, machine gun. gun thing, which is fucking stupid. Sure went into the weapons industry. Yeah, and any show that ends like that does not stand up to The Sopranos, and that's a fact. I would, like... A Jesse in Alaska sequel. I, I I actually prefer. I like the film, and I did like Breaking Al Camino. Bad. Don't get me wrong, Breaking Bad was very good, very entertaining. But when you compare it to what I consider, but you've never watched Better Call Saul. I don't care enough to for, for Carion. I thought he was a good character. I think you, but there's. I don't. I don't have time. But it's like I do not have. It's time. like the you'd have so much time. Every My time. schedule's like Condoleezza no. Rice's in two thousand and two. What a, what 4 a.m. gym. What? 6 a.m. Zoom meeting. What? 
Bobby, why do you think the podcast isn't bigger? Well, sometimes you maybe use references that most people don't quite like, you know, maybe aren't considered current, you know. Okay, well, like Condoleezza when we Rice, was, Condoleezza uh, Rice in was, was a lady in 2002. She still is. Yeah, well, you don't know that, but uh, yeah. Right. And, you know, in Bush's cabinet and had a notorious and infamous schedule where she would get up at four, run for an hour, and then uh, plan war in Iraq. You know what I think? What? The people where you always know how busy they are, it's just like a trick where they just tell everyone how busy <laughs> they are. Busy. They're no one's that busy. I mean, well, you sure, saw Mark Wahlberg. I'm schedule. sure she was busy, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's these people who say, yeah, I'm so busy. And it's like, the so busy people are always really annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, if you're that busy, why are you writing about how busy you are? Yeah, you should be just do stuff. your shit. Did you remember the Mark Wahlberg schedule? N- no. Oh, I'll read that out. That's funny. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg um, tweeted about his schedule, uh, and it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It sounds like a terrible life. It's like, mate, you're a millionaire. So here we go. This is what happens. Typical day schedule. For Mark Wahlberg. 2.30 a.m., wake up. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. 2.45, prayer time. 3.15 a.m., breakfast. It's like, if you're Mark Wahlberg, why are you still praying? You fucking want it. Um, 3.40 to 5.15 a.m., workout. 5.30 a.m., post-workout meal. 6 a.m., shower. 7.30 a.m., golf. 8 a.m., snack. 9.30 a.m., Cairo chamber recovery. 10.30 10.30 a.m., snack. 11 a.m., family time. <laughs> all of this all of this impressive schedule, just so he doesn't have time to commit another hate crime. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> He's like, must play in every moment, so don't say anything racist. <laughs> but what happens if his kids come up to him at like 6 a.m.? When he's or seven thirty a.m., which is golf. I don't think he goes, ki- get the fuck. It's three hours till family time. His kids fuck don't. Off. His kids don't get to see him until yeah. he decides. No, eleven eleven a.m. They do. Also, do you know what's crazy about that? <laughs> eleven to one like is family is, time. Everyone's acting like this is really impressive, but it's like, man, you know, you could go to bed uh, three hours uh, later and mm. then wake up three hours later. You don't have to make your day when everyone else is asleep. Yeah, yeah. It's you very... can just that whenever people wake up at five a.m., it's like, yeah, but you're still getting like seven hours sleep. So you could have you could have just went to bed a bit late. You're I don't know. 7.30 bedtime he has. I'm not impressed. He's dinner at 5.30, like a child. <laughs> like a little boy. What's for dinner? He says his fish fingers at 5.30 p.m. Like a kid whose mum wants him to go to but bed. But the thing is, I guess he is in in sync with the sun, which makes you feel better. Yeah. There is a certain... It just sounds like a crap life. I thought you got famous to not do that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so that's uh, that's quite a heavy schedule. Very, not Not dissimilar to what I'm doing. At the moment, with my workouts, uh, when you hit a punching bag for ten minutes, no, I do forty-five minutes on the bag. Insane cardio, brutal strength. There's whispers going around the gym. They're getting louder and louder about me. I think, yeah, people are saying, I think that guy's <laughs> gonna die. <laughs> I think that guy. I mean, how hard he's going and what he looks like. It's not gonna work out for him. Yeah. The other day I was hitting the bag so hard they just came with one of those electric shock heart things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, hey, uh, I know we were talking about this, but yeah, we really should get a defibrillator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really think it's uh, like the time to do it. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's brutal. The thing with getting a defibrillator for your business is like you're just trying to save someone's life who generally hasn't taken care of themselves. Like anyone can have a heart attack, but you know. Yeah. 
it's more likely if you treat yourself like dog shit. Yeah, but they still deserve a chance. They deserve a chance. We but why deserve is, a chance. Why, is, why, is, why is the business <laughs> have to pay? I think you oh you my, should buy the defibrillator is, uh, for your as boxing cost of living crisis. The, no, the is, workers are on strike, and, this is my, and Bobby thinks Rishi Sunak isn't. Is, no, he's not conservative enough. <laughs> Make well, if pe- you didn't look after your legs, why should I pay for the exactly. wheelchair? <laughs> exactly. It's not my fault your mum gave birth well, to you wrong. <laughs> I forgot to say I forgot to say I've won the lottery. I'm a millionaire now and I yeah. mean, I've weirdly moved into libertarianism. Yeah. I'm a libertarian now. I think everyone should pay for themselves. You bought Epstein's that- Island with Katie Hopkins and you're both going to move there. Well, now that you I am to be around now, scum. Now that I have millions cuz my lottery win, I really think that Everyone else should pay for themselves the way I am. No, that's that's what happens, isn't it? You get money, and then you go. Mm, maybe I'm not as left wing as I thought I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. it turns mm-hmm. out they're quite whiny. The left wing. <laughs> the, I like. I, I I don't call them. I call them the left wingers now. Left wingers. Left wingers or leftists. What about left wingers? Uh, that's not what I call them, <laughs> but that's what they are. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> that's the name of my next special. Yeah, well, we're moving. We're we've drifting. Had, There's a lot of money in the. We've had in Red the, Ri- the, the Red alt, Richardson right? special. Now we have Bobby Mayer. Shut up! That's the. I new like one. that, and it could be you like this. Yeah, with my thumb up, or no, my no, my thumb, my finger up mm-hmm. to the man, <laughs> and the man is everyone that doesn't agree with me. That's good. Which is most people. That is very good. But my thumb is up. It's like this. I have one, well, the middle finger, but also the thumb. So the thumb is for the people who agree with me. Yeah. And the finger is for most people who are also not white millionaires. Mm-hmm. But That's good. No. Have you seen that Calvin Robinson guy? You know, the priest. He keeps going and uh, protesting drag story hour. Yeah. <laughs> but where's his priest collar? And you're like, mate, that that outfit has upset a lot more children than... <laughs> yeah, 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 buddy. You're the danger. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Is it like a Catholic priest collar he's wearing? No, I think he's Church of England. <clears throat> Still, I mean, come yeah, on. I know. It's like, read the fucking roommate. Yeah. Bloody hell. I, anyway. I, I'm. Uh, I think I want to throw... I was thinking the other day, I really want to throw... A, the, the, I mean, I don't care... Who reads stories to a child? I don't give a shit. Mm. Like some of them look are dressed funny, and then they read a story to a kid. I don't fucking care. It's no, not like the character. anyone can read the story it's not as like... long as you're not gonna, you know, as long as you don't put the book down. And it's, it's when you put the book down that's when we judge what you do. You know, uh, but I if you just read it, I I want to throw my own event. Like fake address one of these things just to get them all to come, yeah, and then say, "Oh, guys, nobody showed up. I'm not really going to promote a good. I didn't know how to promote a drag story time event. You guys want to come hang out with me? Who's the worst person you could get to read an audio book for kids? No, well, I I put it on, but then the kids would be there, but then the drag people would show up, and then I'd say, "Lawrence Fox, will you come and read the story for me?" And then get him to read it, but then get the drag people to come out and dance around him. I was thinking the other day, is <laughs> Bin Laden, when he was obviously all those years, he'd probably have a podcast now. Do you know what I mean? From the bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was in a mansion, but yeah, he could do it. Imagine if he'd like, because he obviously probably did read bedtime stories to his kids. You've got to assume he did something. I don't know what kind of father But you, was. imagine if you had like 
Bin Laden audio reading all eight Harry Potter books. That would I, go for loads. I'd listen. I'd listen. I'd be like, can we, uh, we got to release this as a special edition. He just bursts into tears when Dumbledore I, dies. I think that's actually, you've literally stumbled upon his amazing niche, which is getting criminals, getting notorious criminals to read books. Yeah. That's for children. A, that's a great niche. Episode six, you hear the Navy SEALs landing on the roof. But you'd have to roof. get the approval of the author. That's the only issue. You know, I don't I know. Mean, you if they're dead a bootleg a bootleg version be how like, many people have murdered Shakespeare's work amateur dramatic actors oh yeah you have to wait till they're once they're dead they don't yeah. you can't you can so do we got Roald Dahl James and the Giant Peach read by <laughs> read by who Ian Huntley no <laughs> well, that's too bad no yeah it has um, to be somewhere in the middle OJ Simpson could read all of them uh, to be fair OJ Simpson has the most relaxing voice I know he, <laughs> he can do ASMR hello Twitter world <laughs> <laughs> Hello, OJ. <laughs> You're the only sane person left on this website. That's how bad it is. He golfs a lot. He loves to He's golf. He's so fucking reasonable on that. Would I golf with OJ? Good question. Yes, you would. Of you course I would. I, I want to know what's up. Do you see those kids? Or they, they're called the Nelk Boys. I think they're like YouTube influence pranksters. They got them on their podcast. I saw like a clip of it and it kind of backfired because I think they thought like, get fucking OJ on, baby. And then they got him on. It was like, actually... This guy is like massive and killed two people. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure Are we is... really going to poke this bear? Yeah, I'm not sure this is as fun as we thought. It was He's an old be. man, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck no, him. No, no way. Beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> unbelievably, yeah. Ma- yeah. <laughs> mm. So I'm just having my Fanta Zero Sugar. I can't have any fucking sweets. I was meant to do cheat day on Sunday. Didn't do it. Wow. I'm sacrificing for my body. Well, my agent just get, kept getting sent uh, Fat Man, number three. <laughs> and they'd be like, Red is perfect for this. <laughs> the clincher was I got offered the part of a fat stripper called Tra- Tragic Dave. And I went, it's time to lose weight. I Or put on weight. Lean in. <laughs> what if you just go the other way, Red? Be in the whale too. Be like the healthy fat guy. The, who's that? He died five years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, they're all dead still. But <laughs> people who know, the people where they say, that guy's fat, they say, actually, he works out. Yeah, and people are yeah. like, really? <laughs> I can't believe that based on how he looks and moves. And yeah. Like, yeah, he exercises. Yeah. What? I was in, uh, quickly, in Wales a few weeks ago. Someone cycled past me, delivery driver, okay. on a bike. And he said, Red. And I said, Hello. And he tweeted saying he loved the podcast. So if you're listening on your delivery run, good for you. Keep good doing it. for you. Yeah, thank you very much. He had blonde, curly hair, sort of. Nice face on the boy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was about 17, 18. He was coming towards you or you just saw the back? Did he recognize the back of your head? No, cycling towards me. And he went red. And, you know, I was just like, hey. No one around to see it. I was on the phone to my mum at the time. And I said, I think someone just, and she's like, whatever. But now. But then he tweeted me. Yeah. So maybe he's cycling around, he's delivering a burrito to some fat, lazy pig who can't be asked to get it himself. And uh, just remember, you're seen and loved. So what year are we going back to? 2007. Okay. I was 18 years old. You had sex with a I woman. was in Milton Keynes, Asda Car Park. That's where you had sex? She was gorgeous. No, I'm joking. It's just a lie. Stop it. 
I'm lying for fun. Anyway. You don't want to talk about the year you lost your virginity? No, I don't. I want to talk about history. What year <clears> did you lose your virginity, though? I told you, 2009, when I was a hot 10-year-old. The, to, 2009? To Calvin, what? Calvin Robinson. We were protesting a drag story out you, for you, kids, so you, and Calvin Robinson was looking dashing that day. So you won't say what year it happened? Well, no, I just want to talk about this, you know? Okay. What happened then? Uh, do you? I think what you'd be good at is having one of those nasty TV shows that are banned now, <laughs> like Jeremy Kyle, <laughs> like Ricky Lake. Or I'd be great. Springer. They're not banned; they're just less popular. I'd you would have been on Jerry Springer. There's a small, <laughs> if you just stayed in Canada. I would. I be or would I be on? That's the question. I think. No offense. Someone related to you has been on that show. <laughs> He's not quite you, but it's a cousin. You know? I can imagine that for sure. Looks a bit like you. Just a few, hey, few more wrong I don't know turns. Why you? think that you're like three turns away from being on jerry springer <laughs> i don't know why you think that okay sorry anyway john darwin have you ever heard about this no he was a man who him and his wife they were in debt and so he faked his own death to get life insurance canoe man canoe man exactly he went out on his canoe wait have we already talked about canoe man i don't think so we right. talked about fucking everything on this pod okay canoe We've covered man. It all. tell me tell me um, he, he, so he faked his own death. He was out on a, he went out on a canoe, disappeared. And everyone was like, oh, so sad. His kids didn't know. Yeah. So they didn't tell the kids, which they could have done. The kids, I looked into what the kids are up to now. One of them's talking to him. The other one's like, fuck this guy. So John Darwin, uh, went out on his canoe in 2002 and went missing. He was, uh, presumed dead. But that was like six years later, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 2002, so he, w he was discovered in 2007 okay. to be alive because someone took a picture of them in Panama, or they took a selfie together, <laughs> which is never smart. But what's funny, so he went out on his kayak at Seton Carew. Him and his wife had purchased two houses, the debts caused the Darwins to talk about faking his own death to claim the insurance by early 2002. The whole coastline was searched. Everyone was suspicious because the North Sea's usually calm was unusually calm and rescuers were puzzled that Darwin could have gotten into such trouble in such conditions. So he didn't even plan it that well, you know? But he got away with it for how long? Yeah, he lived in a bed sit next door to the family home and then secretly moved back in with his wife in February 2003. So he goes missing in 2002 and then by the February of the next year, he's hiding in the house. It was in the attic, wasn't it? Yeah, and because he, he was in a bed, bed foot next door. But, but then did his kids know then? Yeah, I think they, they found out then, but they spent a while thinking he was dead and were like, fuck you, dad, you know. But his neighbor, Lee Wadrop, recognized Darwin and asked him, aren't you supposed to be dead? To which Darwin replied, don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> Imagine being and Lee he Wadrop. He listened. Yeah. He didn't tell anyone. Wadrop later said he did not tell the police because he did not want to be involved. <laughs> but he must have spent days. Like, you could have ended up being sectioned. I saw... And they're like, he's dead, you fucking lunatic. You know, you go, this guy's having psychotic delusions. Yeah. That's not nice for him. Woo! Um, I didn't want to be involved. In 2004, the Darwins decided to move to abroad, considering Cyprus. John Darwin applied for and obtained a password, passport using the false name John Jones. That sounds like such a false name. But then how did he, I guess, how do you get an ID? How do you, like, did he get it? Did he get the passport? Yeah, he got the password. That's crazy, passport. though. Why do you keep saying password? How do you just get a passport with someone else's name on it? I don't know. 
I don't know. John Jones is actually the name of the UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah, he's a physical. So John Jones, the fighter, him and his uh, his two brothers are NFL players who have won Super Bowls. He is the greatest UFC fighter of all time. So they're just physical specimens. Um, but he goes on like coke benders and then wins fights. It's insane. Very very athletic family. He visits Cyprus, looks into buying a property there. In 2005, an angler named Matt Orty claimed to have met Darwin, who was going under the name John Williams at a lake near Penzance, Cornwall. Can't stay away from the water, can he? When back home, Darwin is reported to have spent most of his time on the internet, where he encountered a woman from Kansas in the US whom he flew out to meet. So he starts cheating on his wife. He's not got enough on his plate. There's never enough deceit for John Darwin, is there? But maybe there'd been a fracture. Bobby, can you stop touching my big toe with your big toe? It's putting me off the record. <laughs> I didn't even know that's what it was. Yeah. I thought it was the it's ground. <laughs> stop it. I thought it was the ground, but now it that I know. It really hard. Why? Not that big. So you've never had big toe on big toe no, touching. I don't like that. And you were like rubbing it. <laughs> I, fucking... I was just shaking my leg. It just happened to rub your foot. It's not ideal. You're, okay? You make everything about you, though. Someone, <laughs> someone happens to shake their leg, and then you're like, you're rubbing my foot. I wasn't mm. rubbing your foot. Maybe you're just... rubbing your foot. I was I was rubbing my own foot against yeah. your foot. Okay, sorry. Easy to misunderstand that. <laughs> Thank you for the apology. Anyway, so he has an affair. He's cheating on his wife whilst dead. Okay. Um, by November, Darwin's back in the UK, flew from Newcastle to Volta, <laughs> and then travelled to El Porto de Santa Maria. Now we're talking, John. This is what I do. On the run. To view a 45,042-foot yacht, a uh, 42-foot catamaran, not yacht, sorry, that he was considering buying from a boat dealer. Fuck yes, John. This is more like it. Why would you fake your own death and move into a bedsit? You may as well... Have a boat. Have a boat. Yeah, fuck yeah. your mistress on the boat. Yeah, get, get out of there. Die twice, John. Um, so he goes to Panama, which sounds amazing. They, uh, him and his wife purchase a 200,000 tropical estate in the village of Escabal, Colón, Panama, near the Panama Canal. Incredible. They were going to buy a hotel. For canoeing holidays when they were out there. I like that. He's on brand. He lo- he mm. still loves canoeing. Yeah. He's, he's, he hasn't yeah. lost his love. For canoeing. But the canoe has given him everything. It's given him hiding from his life. I wouldn't want to stand near a canoe because it's easier for people to put two and two together, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah wait. Are you canoe <laughs> man? Yeah, canoe yeah. man? What's going on? Anyway, I wonder if in the hotel they could offer the service of not just the canoe trip. <laughs> want to fake your own death as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's just men who want to go missing. The police investigation was started. Because Anne, John's wife, was overheard on the phone to John at work by a company. I mean, look, if you're talking to someone who's supposed to be dead, use code names. Yeah. Say, hey, Frankie, how are you? But it's his voice. Just don't take the call at work. They're really fucking this up. They got really comfy. Yeah. Anne buys an airline ticket for her husband. To, they go on holiday in Costa Rica. And then he gets homesick and starts missing his sons. And so he returns to England. There's a change in Panama's visa laws. And so they have to, like, verify their identity. So the John Jones alias. What's that? That's just like the, that's not a, that's a song that means bad times. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, they, they basically know that John Jones, John Jones can no longer pass the level of scrutiny that you get. Even though he had a passport. Yeah, but they go, this is bullshit. It was probably written in crayon or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, so they're all under, they're all fucking on his back. And they've seen pictures of him in Panama with his wife. They know Poor he's alive. John. 
This is what John does next. He walks into a police station claiming to have amnesia and have just woken up from amnesia, which is not how amnesia works. And goes, I have no memory of the past five years. The, the idea that he'd know how long it was exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's not a bad move. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the police already suspected Darwin might not have been dead since Anne, despite betraying herself as a broken-hearted widow, took foreign holidays, planned to sell the family home in Hartable to move to Panama, and transferred large sums of money abroad. So the police had already started investigating three months prior to Darwin's reappearance. <laughs> What's insane is people have not watched enough... Okay, if you commit a crime and you haven't been caught and you want to not go to prison... What you do is you very quickly move to a country that does not have an extradition treaty with Mm -hmm. whatever country you're in. Yeah. You don't go back and forth. You don't fuck with it. You just move and you have to accept you'll never return. Yeah. That's the, that's it. And his sons don't even speak to him now. One of them does. So it really wasted that, you know, they should have flown the loyal one out. You lose lose one, lose the whiny kid. Lose the whiny one. He's like, this is immoral. You're, why did you make that me mate, I wanted a canoe dead? hotel, you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> Making money, for someone to make money, someone else has to suffer. And in this case, it was you, son. You suffered so daddy could be rich. Exactly. Anyway, they both go to jail. Anne gets, um, she was let out in 2011. So they both. Let out and so he didn't do that long. He did like where do they live now, though? So I looked up what he's doing now. He lives in the Philippines, married to a much younger Filipino woman. I like that. Yeah, (laughs) that's Um, hilarious. Yeah, (laughs) the Phil. The thing is, he's got a so he's got a great life out of it. I think so. (laughs) Yeah, we worked out for him in the end. Yeah, I'm sure he's still telling lies out there. I hope he gets to canoe occasionally. I wonder if they call him Canoe Man. Yeah, man. No, they wouldn't know about it out there, I doubt. They all have Google. They'd be like, mm. you'd still be like, who's this new white dude who lives next door, you know? But he's paid back 140 quid of his debt. That, that's not a lot. No, he owes half a million. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine transferring like 30 quid, then another 30 quid, because that's basically what he's done. And that was all at once. So, yeah, that is the story. John Darwin. John Darwin, the canoe man. I like him. I yeah. think, uh, yeah, anyone who wants to make a pile of money has to do something kind of immoral. Yeah, and he was a teacher and former prison officer, which is quite funny. Both sort of authority roles, you know? Yeah. I'd love it if one of my ex-teachers did something crazy. Whenever a teacher gets in trouble, you think, that, that, there's a I wish bunch that was of my kids. Teacher. I really do, because... It's it brings me so much joy to know that someone who taught me was up to some criminal thing. Well, then the Monday in school would be fantastic, yeah. wouldn't it? Unless it's like that horrible fucking thing that happened recently, where that man killed his wife, who was the teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's different, right? Yeah, that's not exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that would be bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. And that's actually not that, that isn't a teacher doing something bad. That's just a teacher being murdered. Yeah, a very yeah. different scenario. It is different. It is. Proves yet again, though I like fun, I have a very strong moral stance on no, right and do. wrong. <laughs> I tried out a joke about, I was trying out this joke about murder. I was saying, because uh, people like talk about suicide's always sad. And then I was like, well, not if it's a murder suicide attempt. Well, then it, that's a happy ending. Why? Because they. How, what do you mean? So they both survive? Well, no, because someone wants to kill the 
themselves or someone else and then ah, themselves so they just attempted murder and complete suicide yeah yeah i mean that's a happy ending God. considering what they're going for but anyways not no one really laughed obviously it's not maybe the most accessible bit of comedy yeah 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 i just thought the, the point was you know no i, I get no that's that's i can I keep going with that yeah yeah i'll get there i'll get there and <laughs> no, then, I think it um, is. but i did that bit and then i realized oh i was like a f- couple miles away from where that murder suicide did just happen uh, and i realized maybe the words too soon would come yeah, into play yeah here. yeah also not a very good joke a lot was happening yeah people don't like uh, it no no they didn't hate it if you do they a just joke went quiet when, they just went quiet happened they recently. were quiet and i relieved mm-hmm. the tension somehow afterwards that yeah. i very much created they still on my side as an audience they didn't think i had any ill will but they weren't ready to laugh about mm, it okay which i thought was fair imagine yeah if you murder, but what if you both survive? You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, then you're going to prison. You're going to jail. That's and everyone happening. hates you because you're huh. a monster. Imagine murder, suicide, then you get back together. I I would say we it's probably, both it's add pro- our flaws. It's, you know? prob- it's probably an abusive relationship. He was depressed, and I annoyed him to the point that he wanted to murder me. Well, I don't and think, kill himself. Yeah, I don't know if the victim blaming in that situation. I don't think you're meant to be together if that happens. Well, Red, these are strong stances. You're yeah, taking. <laughs> we got Fiona Bruce on this. Week. Yeah, I'm surprised John Darwin and his wife split up because you know once you've been through that, may as well. But then he met a younger, hotter Filipino. Vacuum cleaner caused 10 million Cutty Sark fire. Have you ever gigged on the Cutty Sark? I don't know. In, in a minute to Cutty Sark. Yeah. The Cutty Sark, for those who don't know, is an old ship, which Wait. is now a tourist attraction. Okay. No, maybe I haven't. I thought it was a neighborhood. It's in Greenwich. Okay. Um, Cutty Sark's a stop on the tube line, on the deal. Yeah, that's yeah, why I was yeah. confused. So it's named that because of the boat. Oh, because oh, this and old And the boat, boat sailed the Atlantic in the 19th century or something like that. Okay. Um, or something like that. Something like You're that. You're the one telling the story. Little, my, my, main, my main interest is the fire, not the, the sea. Or something like that. Okay. Mm, so Yeah, it did it. did it. Yeah, whatever. Some time ago. And people go, I did a gig on it back in uh, 26. Actually, it was me and Mark Dolan did a gig on the cut. Really? Sock. Yeah. GB News presents. GB News, Mr. Cut Up His Mask Live On Air, Don't Give a Fuck. The two pack of uh, angry older white people. <laughs> anyway, so no, he was a nice, nice man, and he sold most of the tickets, and I got half the money. So thanks, Mark. Anyway, <laughs> keep cutting up those masks. <laughs> yeah, keep cutting the masks and bring them in. Um, yeah, it was a fire, but this is what's funny. So they're doing a twenty-five million pound refurbishment. So they close it for two years. Okay, and there's a team on board. Who I don't think were a a crack team of of people. What year was this? Two thousand and seven. This is when this the fire is why happened. We're doing it on the no, but I thought I thought you were saying I thought something else could happen. No, you're saying this is when it happened. This is when it happened. I thought because sometimes you know it's like the ship could have been reopened and then the fire yeah, well, it's open okay. now because I'm, okay. I'm gigging on it. Okay, tell you, me you could, you could certainly set a blaze that night as okay. well. Okay, <laughs> that'd be a lie because you bombed. I kind of did bomb actually. I think I made that joke as well, going oh, and I think they went nah. Nah, we don't. You know when an audience gets your joke and just goes, nah. I wouldn't have laughed. Sometimes I go, I don't didn't didn't get it. You said it to me. Anyway, someone left a vacuum cleaner on for two days (laughs) on this old ship. And uh, what they found out when they got there is (laughs) 
the the man who was going to be looking after it was asleep in a cafe, um, and he had a Bible for some reason. So he'd read the Bible, passed out in this cafe, left the Hoover on, forgot about it, and then left. Yeah, no. Two days. <clears throat> but imagine reading the Bible, falling asleep, and then waking up to <laughs> a ship on fire. Well, it's like if he was reading like Old Testament, like Noah's Ark. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Did I you, cause this? Yeah, you did. I cause. Yeah. Was this me? Yeah. So uh, he wakes up to that, and then they found out that because you know when you go and like do a job, you have to check in and on something. I used to work as a caretaker, and you have to log in when you were there. And tick what you'd done and then log out when you're finishing. Yeah. Punching in, they call it. The working men. Um, and women. And women. And people. And people. Anyway, uh, they found... The, and the children. Lo- the log entry for and that. And children. Some children Some children work. do work. And it's very, called, very bloody hard labor. as well. It is yeah, called and it's, it, it, it's frowned upon in this country, but in other countries... It's a very productive nursery, isn't those it? Those children are bringing <laughs> home the bacon, yeah. They are. I said when Mabel, was the last time Mabel came back with some Nike trainers yeah, that she made herself? I said <laughs> Mabel the nursery, and then she got whatever she made when she was at nursery work yeah. or daycare work. She comes back with a, just a glitter smudge and goes, Daddy, I made this. It's like, that's good, Mabel, because my hoodie was made by someone your age. Yeah, could and you this maybe, keeps me warm. Could you what maybe am I gonna do uh, this? focus on like clothing we could wear as a family? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe like a belt. Yeah, a nice belt. I need a new belt. Daddy. Um, so the, the log entry for that day had been ripped out <laughs> and then found in a bin three days later down the road. So they searched the whole place. What's funny is in the, uh, in the article from the Evening Standard, they go, Police and fire, and fire investigators found the Italian-made machinery. I like that. Yeah. Let us know. Not throw from... in who did it. It was Italian-made. <laughs> Um, and he, yeah, he left a Hoover on for two days, switched on during the weekend before the blaze erupted. So he fell asleep, went back. Fucking hell, sorry. So you're telling me if I just want to start... Just on the independent website, a story came up just next week, going, price of cigarettes to rise from 6pm tonight. That is crap. <laughs> Not good for you. You're Second still a smoker. Second story, fire engulfs 400-year-old hotel housing Ukrainian refugees. But fuck, cigarettes are going up now. But you're like one of eight people left that still smoke cigarettes. No, you you still find him. I was on set yesterday, <laughs> and um, <laughs> this, this lady said, "No, I said, has anyone got a lighter?" And three people said yes. And I said, "That's nice." God, these stories are horrible. Sorry, I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Met police officer sacked after admitting child sexual abuse. Why is really? It's because it's on the side fucking panel bar. By the this is like being trapped in Red's head. Yeah, but I just. Oh. Because I saved this article for my research, and now it's giving me other. <laughs> you sort research very liberally. <laughs> my research, <laughs> my studies. Oh, just. <laughs> um, what else has your research? Richard told Doty, you? chief executive of the Cutty Sark Trust, refused to comment on the claims of lax management of the site. Yeah. Well, like, you're not going to check every vacuum cleaner's turned off. No. Well, no, you are, because they make a noise as well, and that is your job. And also, if you're dealing with a place that precious, then, yeah, maybe. So what happened it to the guy who... It cost million. Pounds. What happened to the guy who started the fire? Did he fake his own death? Or... No, he... Uh, to be honest, you kind of get it with him. He, uh... I think, you know, they just disgraced, and he's probably never allowed near a Hoover again. <laughs> 
That's a great punishment, actually. You can't. You're, you're not allowed to vacuum. Well, clearly, I yeah. fucking hate vacuuming. Like, brilliant. Yeah, you'd actually want to do that. Yeah, you? yeah. That's a great. You're never allowed to do dishes again. Oh, yeah. No. What's getting cancelled in a shit job like? You know what I mean? They go, well, you shouldn't have this work. Go, oh no. Yeah. I wanted to continue in the iPhone factory. Yeah, but well, then you'd probably still. Uh, you, the reason you're there is because the, maybe the prospects weren't very exciting otherwise. Mm. So now you can't get any job. So you couldn't get. Because if I, I'd be bloody wanking in front of everyone if I had to make iPhones. But he could do it fire safety. Sh- a fire safety. Fire what? safety business. Yeah. Learn from me. Well, what do, not to don't do. do this. Don't. He turns on the Hoover and goes, This is bad. Turn it off. Okay. So, big year for tech. And as I just mentioned, the iPhone, launched by Steve Jobs, I think you pronounce it. Okay. Launched the iPhone in 2007. When did he die? When did Steve Jobs die, Jody? I feel like Jody mourned him. Jody, you give off a a vibe where like Steve Jobs' death ruined your week. I, I don't recall. I don't the, remember The biography it, is amazing, though, if you've not read that. I've seen Walter the film Isaacson. with Michael Fassbender. Uh, 2011, fucking hell. I mean, it feels like yesterday. I don't remember it at all. I miss you, Steve. Yeah. But I remember iPhones, and they were like, I didn't know they were going to stay. You know, you felt like, oh, it's this new thing. I didn't get an iPhone until 2014. I feel like Steve, like, I always mm-hmm. related to him, because powerful guy, I'm a powerful guy. Mm-hmm. He, uh... Adopted. I'm also adopted. His daughter hated him. <laughs> That's the future, not the present. <laughs> Let's start. And on top of that, yeah, he uh, you're gonna die soon. <laughs> he's just an, he was just like a notorious asshole. Didn't he treat himself for cancer? So he was like homeopath- homeopathy. Oh, that's a terrible thing. Yeah, and they were like, like hey, so dumb. you need chemo. I think it's something like that. He also used to fast a lot, and Bobby forgets to eat. Ooh. Yeah. We have a lot, and me and Steve have a lot in common. A lot in common. You the take only... all the credit whilst there's loads of people behind the scenes doing the other stuff? I mean, if you keep saying that on my podcast, <laughs> I'll get someone else to host it with me. Um, You'd but... be like, we want red, but smaller. This yeah, size. Yeah, could, uh, uh, Red, could you find me a, a version of you, but someone less big? <laughs> yeah, yeah, less big. I want to fit you in my pocket. Yes. Yeah, where you should be, metaphorically, at all times. In my pocket. But yeah, iPhones now, I don't think I've... You meet the occasional flip phone guy. Uh, Those people are... Listen, they're so smug. Oh, I don't have a smartphone. And it's like, oh, good for you. You know what that makes me think? That you have some fucking pornography problem. That's why I'm assuming you don't have a smartphone, okay? It's not because you fucking are better than all of us. It's because you jerked off on a bus. So stop bragging to me about your Blackberry. You can't even fucking get a picture text. Yep. And also, you can have an iPhone, but you don't need the apps. You can, you, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, just, it's not just... my fault. You have no self control. Yeah. I also don't have self control, but I'm not pretending. Just, I'm better than you everybody. Just sat in it. You yeah, know, I'm just, just sitting in it. Listen, at the end of my life, people are going to say, "What did Bobby achieve?" You know what? He looked at his phone for nine thousand hours. That was his actual God, biggest horrible, achievement. Bobby's biggest achievement in life was staring at a screen. Mm-hmm. He died as he lived, staring at a screen. Yep. He collapsed onto himself. He read Google News and he was dead. Google got news. You never use Google News? No, I just Google news, search. News aggregate. Oh, did not know. It, it correlates a lot of different news sources into one. 
Okay. And then it has an algorithm that determines what kind of news you'll like. So for me, ah. for me, I get I get a lot of death. Oh, really? This person died in this place. This is that what died you like? This place. It's just what I click on. <laughs> I'm a, that's what I click on. Mm. Yeah. I think by the end of my life, I will have spent most of my life looking at a screen. Yeah, that's terrible. But is it? What else should I be doing? Well, the thing is, and also everyone goes, oh, I was at dinner the other day. and there was Oh, a you could be looking at a flower. Or I could mm. look at a flower on a screen. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot like a real flower. But I don't have to leave my couch, and it glows in your eyes. Yes, and it, <laughs> it slowly melts my eyes. <laughs> but everyone used to read newspapers around the breakfast table, you know. Yeah, this whole like, oh, everyone's just on their screens, and you go, well, it's always been that way. Yeah, I'm sorry. The screen gives me everything I need. Yeah, yeah. it gives I've me companionship. All my info. It gives me my info. My fo- my my money is it can't now be good on my for you, phone. Though. I don't need this much information. I don't think I'm brighter for it. I don't know more than I used to. No, I don't. Th- I, I think never. I know less. Nobody thinks you did. Nobody's <laughs> sitting here thinking Red has become a genius since he got a phone. <laughs> since the, since 2007 and the release of the iPhone, Red's Red's genius has blossomed. <laughs> Talking of genius, 2007 subprime mortgages, the French bank BMP. Paribus. In the United Kingdom, blocks withdrawals from free hedge funds heavily committed in subprime mortgages, signaling the financial crash of financial crisis of 2007 to 2008. I remember when it happened. Yeah. There was a financial crash. Well, Jody was a millionaire. Do you remember? Yeah, Jody had nine properties. He had long hair. Zero blonde hair. Zero percent mortgages Mm -hmm. on nine properties that he rented out to. well, he, they weren't. Jody didn't call them sex slave. He just called them his ladies, but yeah. uh, girlfriends. Yeah, his girlfriends. He had twelve, and he, and he said, "You have to lock the door, otherwise my girlfriends escape." They're yeah. very much like uh, they, you know, they house thought that cat. was. People thought it was funny. They thought he was joking, <laughs> but in fact, they no, they did. They didn't would, and um, so Jody but he lost the houses, therefore losing yeah, them. The, the sadly, the women were sold with the house, so the new <laughs> owners got a big surprise when they bought mm-hmm. a house. Mm-hmm. And it, they, they, did it, you did you lose anything in the crash? Um, no, I didn't know. I think the key, the key to surviving a crash is having nothing, nothing. to lose. Yeah, yeah. That was my lost, talent. Yeah, I haven't lost my skill. I, to be honest, the cost of the living crisis has gone on for for pretty much since my parents uh, cut me off. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ongoing. You know what I mean? Ever since I moved out of home, I'm like, uh, when has it been good? Yeah. Um, so I don't really notice. Though I have noticed chicken has doubled in price in um, M&S. Really? Yep. Not happy about that. What are you going to do? Nothing. Keep buying it. Double yeah. for the price. Yeah. So, yeah. But to be honest, I think we're in a... What's what's the cheapest meat? They got to just like... Gammon or something. They just, if I was a meat people, I would just like... I mean, this is just rats. where my brain... My... you, you going to start <laughs> No, this rats. is just where my brain goes. But I just say like, listen, what's this? This is a bag of meat. Mm-hmm. What kind of meat? This is just meat. It we doesn't don't need matter. to go, yeah, into, the go into it. Why do you have to this ask so many the, questions? The cheapest meat that we boil and then pack into cubes. This is a meat cube. Yeah. It'll give you the protein you need. You want to know what's in the meat cube? Mm. That's not going to be good for you to know what you're yeah. eating. And so the crisis was basically, as I understand it, they were lending people who couldn't afford money. I couldn't afford money. Jesus, couldn't afford houses, money. Guys, you don't need to watch the big short. Red's, Red's really going to break, to break this break down. I'm here to break it down for you. The fuck? Subprime, subprime, subprime mortgages. Mortgage crisis. So they go, you can have a house with a pool. 
you know, and then they can't, they can't pay it back, and so everything just collapsed. That, Fuck, it, it was that simple. <laughs> yeah, and that's what happened. It was, um, it and was... we're in it now. It's the worst time to buy, I think, ever since eighteen forty-two or something. It's just about to happen again after Silicon Valley Bank and today Credit Suisse. Oh, really? Yeah. We're fucked again? Yeah. Oh, it's a couple of banks are collapsing. More fun for us. Well, they overextended mm. themselves. So we've had two crashes in 15 years. That's why I haven't been working too hard. Really? Because I, I don't want to lose it all. So don't get it, don't lose it. Yeah. You're saving your mojo for yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when it's a better why time would I to get it. Why would I make a big cake only to see that cake thrown on the floor and stamped on? That's a great point. No cake for me. And so you'll never eat any cake. I'm just not going to bother. Because, you know, you make it and bloody hell, you know, next thing you know. <sighs> yeah. You're getting done for tax evasion. I get that. You know, your cleaner violates the NDA and says that you were rude around their house. It's just not worth the hassle. Mm. Who did that? Nigella Lawson, actually. Lovely Nigella. Um, her two, like, assistants. She accused them of fraud because they stole, like, 300 grand off her. And they were, like, best friends. And but they were like, yeah, but she does cocaine. You're like, yeah, but she gave you shitloads of money. What, are you, what, what the fuck are you doing? But did they steal the money from her? Yeah. Yeah, they they had a company account and they would just oh, buy. Oh, and they, they, they tried to like, She out. did loads of stuff for them that was beyond the, because she's a nice woman. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I'd like her to be my boss. Maybe I'll do a, maybe the year is with Nigella Lawson. Does that sound, how does that sound? Yeah. Well, she's divorced from uh, Charles Saatchi. Um, really? Well, let's see if she's single now. We could hook her up with Jody. Jody, are you interested in Nigella Lawson? Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. How old is this woman? I don't know. She must be like 50 or something now. What's your, Jody, dating-wise, what's your max age? <laughs> well, I'm not going to ask minimum because I'm afraid of the answer. But <laughs> 103. <laughs> what's your max? Yeah, 107. My, my, my wife's ill. She's 105. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your max age, Jody? How, how old is Nigella Lawson? I think she's like 50, 55. Yeah, so was she was married to a journalist called John Diamond. You're kind of a journalist, Jody, so you're in with a chance there. Tied the knot. She had a daughter called Cosima and a son, Bruno. So you'd be a stepdad, Jody. Oh, huh? my God, John died. Fuck, I didn't know that. <laughs> Why is that? That's horrible. I'm laughing because oh, no. her husband died. Why is that so funny? So she's single. No, Jody, shut <laughs> up. Stop <laughs> sniffing around this widow. <laughs> I'm laughing because of the way you presented the information. Okay, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> Charles Saatchi turns up. Do you know him? I bet you don't know who Charles Saatchi is. Who's John? John was her first husband, though. Yeah, but who's Charles Saatchi? Go on. Let's see how ignorant this man is. Go on. Uh, the guy from Versace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just drew, he put the ver in. No, he runs art galleries. Okay. And it was also Saatchi in advertising. Yeah, advertising. Saatchi and Saatchi, they do advertising and stuff like that. So. I was close with the first Big Saatchi. deal. You know why they divorced? Uh, his, um, his balls were too big and she was sick of them protruding out of his underwear when he walked around the house. <laughs> no, just he, drooping. He joined ISIS. He got radicalized. That's not true. No, it's not true. So he listened to uh, Bin Laden reading children's books. and the Harry was, Potter. We didn't know that Bin Laden was actually radicalizing people secretly. A hundred pages in when the parents had left and the kids were asleep. Now we know. And now, now we know. We trusted him and he, he let us down. 
Um, he strangled her in uh, well, he, there's pits of her, him grabbing her throat in an argument outside. What a, a fun story you've told me. This well, is, I'm just a, a really fun spinoff. How did we get to Nigel? All we wanted know. was Jody to to date Nigel. No, we're trying then, to work out. Tell me about her husband died. The next one chokes her. I'm, I'm like, giving a Jody to do to not do list. Okay, don't well, die you, and don't choke. Those her. are actually instructions Jody needs. So they became a strange. Drifting apart. Yeah, no choke. Ah, there's an advert coming on. Sorry. Um, I'm just trying to see if she's single now. Okay, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know who I did see on the dating site the other day and sent the message to? <laughs> no, please. Jody yes, took a big yes, swing. yes, yes, go on. Who? Um, someone, uh, Grace Campbell. <laughs> oh my God, Jody. Are you actually kidding me? No. You sent... Yeah. <sighs> What was to be able to say on here that I did? Yeah. She's a comedian. Go She's on. a comedian. Jody's tries trying to hook up she with her. She didn't reply. <laughs> what did you say? Wanna see my WMDs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm is a big she... fan of your dad's work. I too have killed many innocent people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wanna yeah. meet up? <laughs> my my work was a bit more hands on. <laughs> I, I like to look people in the eyes. Yeah. But I'd never judge another man for his methods. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Whatever gets you through the day, Jody, boy. fuck me. You be- <laughs> <laughs> but Jody, what would you have done if she replied and said, hey, do you want to go out this week? I'd say, yeah, let's do it. Where are you based? What are you up to this weekend? What if Jody starts dating her and bringing her around the podcast? What are we going to do? I don't know. Well, like she's... she's just always sitting. She's the Yoko Ono. If, if Al, if Grace Campbell becomes the Yoko Ono of the year is, what would we do? How would we navigate that? Jody's in love. Mm. Jody's in love for maybe the first time ever because now he really knows what real love is. And Grace will, Grace loves Jody. Yeah. And like for who he is, loves to kiss his head. <laughs> like Jody's just embarrassed a bit because he's bald and Grace kisses his head. And yeah, I let her kiss my head. Yeah, like, I don't let you kiss my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, but only, but Grace is allowed. How do you cope with that? Because he's so happy now, Red. <laughs> like, he's happier than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. He has a boner like 24 hours a day. He's <laughs> just like gl- gleeful. Are we really going to take that away from him? Just No, maybe not. Jody, you only live once and Jody's in love. Mm. What do we, how would we cope? What we should get her on as a guest. What year would we do? 2000. <laughs> when Jody. It's weird. There's a picture of Jody at the march against Iraq, and then here's Jody at Sunday lunch with Alistair Campbell. Well, that. Yeah, that would be amazing. Okay. Well, in the Patreon, I'm actually doing improv with Kim Jong un's son. He's, he's got a podcast with his dad, actually, as well. So tune in for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stick around. Okay. So our super genius Patreon. Christopher, Spencer, Matthew, we love you. Thanks to everybody, all our other patrons. Uh, that was weird. Goodbye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you all enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and... Uh, Keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.